What's up and welcome to the Divine Hustle Podcast. We are launching a brand new season, season number one, and we're relaunching the brand and we are tackling the future of church. In this episode, episode one, we got some very tactical and practical tips for you. And we also have a discussion about what social media looks like for the church in today's world. So if you're a leader, a pastor, a creative, this podcast is for you. Stick all the way to the end because this is a great first episode to launch our brand new season of the Future of Church. Let's dive in. Welcome to Divine Hustle. We help churches and brands build a responsive online culture that grows their community, builds influence, and creates impact. If you're a church leader or want to create impact through your brand, this is the podcast for you. Welcome to Divine Hustle. If you've been listening to us for a while, Divine Hustle has been through many different stages, many different seasons, many different transitions. And first of all, I just want to say thank you for staying tuned all this time and listening to Divine Hustle and everything that we've kind of grown into and evolved into. And this is definitely uh, a new season that we're in. Our our team's growing, as you can see. And that's really exciting because we're actually doing cool stuff and it's fun for us and i hope it's going to be fun for you as we learn how to nurture the church online and help you grow your church online and help you grow your reach help you grow your community and help you navigate really social media so that you can do all those things so um, i'm just going to introduce myself if you have not heard about divine hustle or this is your first time listening my name is john mediana and um, man this has been a dream of mine for many many years to just do something that I'm really passionate about and creating a platform for that we could have these conversations. So I just want to introduce the team right now and, um, and we'll go around the table. We'll start with my beautiful wife yeah. and this is Britt. Hello. <laughs> Tell yeah. us about yourself, Britt. Who am I looking at? Hello. Yes, I am Britt. I am John's wife. Um... Tell us something about yourself. Something about myself. Um, I don't know of anything super fascinating. Other than you're a mom. I'm a mom. mom. Yeah, maybe a little baby boy. I have the cutest baby in the world. Cutest baby in the world. Not said by me. Someone else said it. Looks like Mickey Mouse. He does look like Mickey Mouse. He smiles like Mickey Mouse. He's super cute. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, that's the most fascinating thing in my life. (laughs) 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 All right, Kelly. Uh, Hola. My name is Kelly. Or maybe I should say g'day. G'day. Uh, g'day, yeah. mate. I am the resident Australian. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, one fun fact about me, at one point, I was starting to be a midwife. So Ooh. have caught a few babies. I mm-hmm. uh, just decided that wasn't wasn't the thing for me. Uh, yeah. Catching babies? Yeah, yeah, catching babies. Catching babies. <laughs> you know? Baby no, catcher. Yeah. Title, baby catcher. Baby catcher. Yeah, official. Ex-baby catcher. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, her, that's that's me. have spent my whole life in church. Grew up in a private school that was attached to a church. Yeah. I talk mm-hmm. different. Yeah, I talk different. You're just, maybe we should have Sub- subtitles, subtitles for me. Yeah. Mm. There you go. Um, <laughs> no one else has subtitles except for yeah. <laughs> That would be funny. Um, I would actually really enjoy that, personally. Um, Yeah, grew up in church and, uh, you know, started in youth ministry, was on staff in youth ministry, Mm -hmm. worked for uh, 
you know, as the communications director at a large-ish church in Australia. And, yeah, just rolling with the punches over here. Awesome. Yeah. Well, we're glad you're here mm-hmm. with us, Thanks. doing this with us. We're so excited. Mm-hmm. And this is... Angelo Carlo. Um, fun fact about me that most of you don't know is mm-hmm. that I am an incredible bow tire. <gasps> what? Oh. Whoa. It is like a weird talent of mine. Like, like a bow tie. No, like, like a real like, like Christmas bow. present bow oh. or wedding bow. Like we I can make a bow look like a rose. Like that oh kind of like gosh. crazy ridiculous bow tie. Wow. We should have a it's bow a weird, off. Weird, weird bow tie off. I would fail. Like a riff off, but a bow off. A bow yeah, off. Yeah, I would too. win. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> See, like this is one of those talents you're embarrassed of, Do but also very proud of. Yeah. It's Do kind a of a weird. <gasps> yes, oh, there you go. Boom. Go we'll dedicate Christmas a whole affiliate so marketing we, somewhere in we there. We all I know. need to know. <laughs> millions to be made. <laughs> we, all need, we all need to know how to tie bow. Christmas yes, is coming. Exactly. Christmas is coming. Absolutely. You can tie bows, and I can do tie bow. Yeah. Yes, we need a tie bow tutorial. Billy Blink. That's what we need in our life. Oh my god. Just whole thing like tie bow. Lol jokes. Today we're going to learn. <laughs> so fun. Well, today's episode, our very first episode in this brand new season of The Future at Church, we are talking about the social, the church's social dilemma. And I don't know if you guys uh, in the audience listening to this has ever seen the Netflix movie documentary called The Social Dilemma, but me and my wife just did, yeah. and our whole team has really. And it's interesting because how this correlates to the church and what we do in um in Divine Hustle is social media. Yeah. And it was kind of like just really started off with a conversation of like, is social media really the devil? Mm-hmm. Like, is, is it? Is <laughs> That's it what really? It made you think. It made yeah. you really think like, yeah. oh, this social media dilemma is a dilemma. And they painted the picture really well using that family and telling that narrative of like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, this is actually what happens in everyday life. And, you know, statistics are true. The, mm-hmm. Like the things that they were saying, there's so much truth in it. Yeah, there and there's is. also yeah. some misinformation as yeah, well. Yeah. And I say misinformation because there's just information in there that if you did not know, you would just believe that the world yeah. is just chaos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you would just totally believe, you know, if you're... In, in your home for such a long time and you're mm-hmm. only listening to certain things or you're only on certain social media mm-hmm. platforms, um, a lot of the times these platforms control the narrative of our life. Yeah. And really, the more you dig deep into it, we call it the rabbit hole, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You would think that the, the world's going to end and Jesus yeah. is coming yeah. so fast. But today, I hope that we could really debunk a lot of the stuff, but not mm-hmm. debunk, I guess add to it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Sure. And really expose... Bring like a light to it yes yeah so it's not so dark and dingy so what are you guys initial thoughts on watching the social dilemma what did you get from it yeah well i can go go, (laughs) um well like for me like having worked in marketing for you know quite a few years and you know i studied marketing and public relations it wasn't what they had to say wasn't necessarily a surprise Mm -hmm. because you know when you you know, as someone who has to coordinate those campaigns that are mm-hmm. right. presented on social, you know very, you know very like firsthand that they are selling you. That's why you're buying. Yeah. You're yeah. selling for that viewership because you want your information in front of, you know, that audience, mm-hmm. and you want that reach. So that wasn't necessarily shocking to me. I think what I found shocking was um, one of the. I don't remember the gentleman's name, but the guy who's like the father, founding father of virtual reality, mm-hmm. like yeah, yeah. Dude, my favorite says, dude yeah. in the whole thing. <laughs> um, he said, like social, it's the gradual, slight, imperceptible change in your own mm-hmm. behavior and perception wow. that mm-hmm. is the product. And wow. I was, I just kind of thought, you know, I'm 
that cusp generation of like in school, I, like we didn't have internet in our home. Right. I remember going to the library yeah. to set up a Hotmail account. Yeah. Right. That was very. That was wow, a very mail. big That's day. Yeah. yeah. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> it's not AOL.com or anything mm. like that, no. but you know. <laughs> right. Um. And so. Yeah, for me, like, you can even see, like, I have a younger sister. She's seven years younger. And so I can see the difference mm. in the impact that it has on her life versus mine. Yeah. Um, I totally unplugged from social, you know, at the beginning of COVID. It was just so much information. Mm-hmm. Whereas she, like, people from that generation struggle to, like, they have, you know, some withdrawals and they talk yeah. about that right. addiction. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it just kind of got me thinking, like, wow, it really, really does shape and change our behavior slightly but mm-hmm. that slight adjustment over time mm-hmm. yeah you know and so i you know i guess later we'll talk about it but for me it was like okay well like what is our responsibility as the church then within that conversation and within yeah. the content that is that's you know amazing. in front of people's eyes mm-hmm. so. yeah that's great kelly uh Britt, what do you think um well like kelly like i understand the algorithm and i understand social media as a whole and its purpose and mission to like bring a message and go farther beyond your four walls at Mm -hmm. home. But the thing that got me was how it's the algorithm's job to actually predict your next move and that they're creating or collecting so much data on you that you don't even know yourself. Like you're unaware Mm -hmm. of things about yourself and they know more about you Mm -hmm. and how this is a system. And in their terms, they created it to work for itself, essentially. Mm. So in my head, I think of iRobot. Yeah. And, you know, all the robots are lined up and they're smarter than we are. Right. And then there's the one that, like, has human feelings or whatever. Yeah. Because we all anticipate the AI to come back at us. Take over the world. Yeah. Yeah. Like like a robot. Yeah, they made that Terminator reference in the movie, too. Yeah, they did. They made all All the references. The Matrix reference, all kinds of Which that was, like, the before when I was like, oh, my gosh, the world's going to end and social media's killing us. (laughs) But, like, halfway through to the end, I'm like, oh, you know what? No. Like, how lucky we are to have so much information now to where we can reverse it and Mm -hmm. use it for the good, use it Mm -hmm. for positivity, use it for love, use it for connecting people to Christ and spreading the gospel, which is what what our job is as a believer. Yeah, absolutely. Because, like, ultimately, we're not going to go up against the algorithm. Right. (laughs) That's, like, Google's issue, in my opinion. Absolutely. (laughs) Y'all can talk about the regulations that are needed for that, but, like, as the everyday person and Mm -hmm. as the believer, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. 100%. Angela. Yeah, Yeah, to piggyback on both of you, I think that, um, you know, that there needs to be – the biggest thing that was interesting to me was, like, man – like it really exposes who you are at your core because yeah. it's made mm. to show you what you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's wow. going to keep mm-hmm. you on the app or keep you on that that particular page as long as possible. Yeah. And that's frightening, but it's also, you know, a really good opportunity because mm-hmm. I think that if there's a yearning or there's something that someone needs in their life, mm-hmm. they're more likely to gravitate to that in in private yeah. Yeah. on a social media platform through their search or through their their views or right. whatever it is mm-hmm. they're doing. And I think that there's a real opportunity here where where you you we as the church can find people, mm-hmm. yeah. um, you know, that are, are hurting, that are looking for answers, that are looking for content that's going to make them yeah. feel better, yeah. um, that's 
that's going to give them some truth mm -hmm. and we can be there to give them that truth. So I saw kind of both sides of the coin. At, mm -hmm. very, at first watching that movie, you're, I mean, yeah. you're like, whoa. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah it takes this you off guard. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It was intense, man. They told the story really, really they well. Did. Yeah. They, they did. They thought of every element. Yes. But, yeah. you know, th yeah. don't get me wrong. Yes, it, it, this can absolutely be used for Wicked and it has been used yeah. for Wicked. Yeah. But yeah. just like everything, everything yeah. in life that's been used for Wicked, the church mm -hmm. finds a way to utilize it for sure. and to turn it around. I mean, you look at when Romans started the, you know, building roads that intertwine into their cities so that their military mm -hmm. can go from city mm -hmm. to city. Yeah. That network was used by the church mm -hmm. to, you know, get information wow. out, mm -hmm. to get messages yeah. out, yeah. to combine, yeah. um, to really connect people. Yeah. Yeah. And I think in that same manner, I think, That's you know, this is a tool that can do the same exact thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I kind of yeah. see definitely uh, how Rome, when they built the roads, that's that is their... Uh, access that was their social media because they got to places faster right. information mm -hmm. got around faster mm -hmm. and they can actually use that as a either combat or use it as a tool yeah. you know um and what i learned from from the movie was really interesting is the psychology really mm -hmm. of what social media actually does and it it, it demands from humanity mm -hmm. and like I, I remember part of the the film was uh like you don't use a bicycle right the bicycle's not it just sits there and it's not demanding anything from you until you mm -hmm. use it right. so using social media and being very intentional to use social media as mm -hmm. a tool instead of something that's just sucking mm -hmm. the life out of you yeah. right and um i even caught myself and i was like man i wonder how long i could go off my phone during this movie mm -hmm. and it wasn't long mm -hmm. until i was like oh, i'm just gonna check to see what you know i'm just gonna check and i'm yeah. like ooh, and i caught myself on like instagram or facebook while the movie's happening yeah right. i'm like what is going on like i why redownloaded am I... the app and felt like i was binging i yeah. was like kelly I'm get like, off what, why yeah. can't i stop <laughs> even at you know being intentional as i i am and catching myself and all that mm -hmm. stuff i'm just right. like oh my gosh there's something that's with social media that 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 drives us to mm -hmm. come back to it every single time. And the way he explained it was like pulling that lottery slot, you know, like that yeah. slot yeah. machine. That was a yeah. good analogy. You know? And yeah. I was like, wow, it's like you don't know what you're going to get, like what information's yeah. on the yeah. other side. If you just yeah. pull it, pull that little feed down and you see the ticker go yeah. off mm -hmm. or someone's, you know, texting you back and you see the bubbles go off. Yeah. Right. It, tr it has programmed us mm -hmm. that we're going to receive something on the other side. We're going to receive some information. And that's a scary thought, especially mm -hmm. to a lot of pastors, a lot of worship yeah. leaders, a lot of creatives you know it's either a scary thought because they're in fear of like man i i, I don't want to be sucked into the machine because i have a mission mm. and i have a well, mission it, to lead it's people. explained that social media is used to manipulate mm -hmm. and as a pastor or as someone in the church you don't want to manipulate people no. like yeah. that's Absolutely the last not. thing you want yeah. to do well some don't yeah a lot of them. they're not <laughs> supposed to <laughs> You're not supposed to. So the, the church word for it is influence. Influence. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> is the cat out of the bag? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Sorry, my bad. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like, like, just to piggyback what you're saying, like, yeah. it, I think that what makes this different than any other form of entertainment or yeah. form of, like, information or any form of, like, communication with, with that we've had before yeah. is the mm -hmm. fact that in, in no way has anything ever been built that knows what you want before you know what yeah. you want. Yeah, no, wow. very true. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah and that's, that's why you can't keep off of it. Right. Yep. Because right. there's nothing that delivers right. the content you want mm. uh, in real time mm -hmm. before you even know you want it mm -hmm. um, on demand. Um, yeah. On demand, like mm -hmm. like 
Facebook or Instagram does, right. Right. you know? Right. And so who wouldn't want that? As soon as you open it, mm-hmm. you're seeing something you want to see. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. more likely than not you're seeing something yeah. you want to see. Yeah. And if you don't like it, you're a scroll away from finding <laughs> what you want to see. Yeah. Yeah. You get sure. smarter and smarter and you sure. learn your patterns yeah. until Absolutely. you're hooked. Yeah. And you can't help it. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah. It, you know, it's interesting because obviously, you know, you see in that documentary that you know, we're painting one picture of it. But, you know, even one of the guys who was one of the early employees at Facebook said, you know, I created the like button. Yeah. But the whole intention of it was to share positivity positivity mm-hmm. yeah. and community. Mm-hmm. Like Facebook and all of these platforms, the mm-hmm. MySpace, mm-hmm. was initially like built to help birth community. And right. in a ways, we actually see that it's been very successful Absolutely. at doing that. Yeah. However, because of the climate mm-hmm. and the kinds of information that does get shared like they said mm-hmm. like fake news gets mm-hmm. six times the amount of traction <laughs> yeah. that like real, real news does yeah. like you know you do like where it is powerful because you see these groups of people who mm-hmm. are finding those common interests mm-hmm. and you know it's just about harnessing yeah. that and you know redeeming that really yeah for sure. like right. you know yeah. wherever the church mm-hmm. disengages in conversation and disengages yeah. That leaves it wide open for the enemy to like mm-hmm. come in Absolutely. and have his rule and reign. But if we come back in, there is that power of redemption, and yeah. we might look at it as oh, it's social media, and mm-hmm. uh, but that's that's where community happens. That's where this, particularly those like Gen Zers or Gen Zers, as mm-hmm. I would say, <laughs> like you know, uh, coming from, and that that's their life. Yeah, yeah. they don't Absolutely. know life without it. Absolutely, and that's mm-hmm. how they know how to communicate. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it's so vital, yeah, for us to understand and to redeem this part of society. So I, I love how you brought that up. That goes into our next um, kind of part of this segment in this episode. Let's just talk about the church's elephant in the room. Yes. Social media. <laughs> yes. The church's social <laughs> dilemma. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, no one's immune to it, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we've learned through these past, what, eight, nine months. Mm-hmm. I mean, every single we've church... Seen such a shift. Every yeah. single church is, is honestly either when they first started eight months ago they're either panicky or they got it under control or they got you know or they Mm. thought they did but quickly realized (laughs) you know from all the text Mm. messages that i've been getting the day Mm. after Mm. churches went live the first time in covid yeah (laughs) they're like sos help you know what i mean (laughs) how do we do this how do we do this you know so um let's just talk about that for a minute Mm. um what is the church's social dilemma can anyone explain or or have does anyone have an opinion about i think i think it first starts with neglect I think that it snuck up mm, on them. They yeah. didn't realize how much of a of a tool or how much how necessary it was mm. going to be. And I think it's been something that has been on the back of people's minds, the back of pastors' mm. minds was was the thought, oh, maybe someday this would be something that we really, you know, be the uh, primary way people communicate. Mm. Yeah. But with the pandemic, it was like a huge mm. slap in the face. Like, wow, <laughs> this is happening right now. We're yeah. getting a yeah. glimpse yeah. of our possible future. Yeah. Like. Mm-hmm. Do I even like this future? Right. Yeah. Do right. I do I push mm. against it, right. or do mm-hmm. I just go along with it mm. and try to make the best of it? And I think that's a that's a real conundrum to be a part of. Think of. You, but know? you know what? Like yeah. when you think about it, I feel like the church is always church always knew that that's where they needed to be and that's where they needed to go. Mm. They just took a longer time to get there. And when COVID hit, when the lockdowns happened, it became an exhilarator of yeah. Yeah. okay, like everything that we've thought. You know where we're headed. Yeah, it kind of happened faster than we'd like. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then for the Pressure churches, cooker. yeah, for the churches that weren't ready for it. Oh my gosh, they they learned really quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what mm-hmm. I mean. And yeah. um, what can we do 
today to help churches understand and kind of like help guide the, the narrative and, and mm. navigate them through this dilemma. A lot of them are looking at churches like Elevation, Transformation, right. you know, uh, Joel Osteen's church <laughs> um, and seeing what they do um, with online and social media. And they're trying to replicate it themselves. But some of them are, are finding themselves in really hard yeah. like places yeah, of like, yeah. I just don't either have A, the team, mm-hmm. the staff, the mm-hmm. volunteers, maybe the creativity, maybe a plan. Yeah, let's talk about that for a second. Yeah. Like, why is it so important to have a plan for your church's social media? Yeah. Well, I think maybe like firstly to take it a step back, I think we just have a misunderstanding mm-hmm. of its importance right. and how to use it correctly. Um, because I think, you know, we have that generational gap happening mm. at the moment where the leadership of our churches and even youth ministries are kind where it's the leadership that's on that cusp of like, we kind of had social media, we kind of didn't, or we didn't have social mm-hmm. media right. at all. So we don't understand it. It is actually like quite a complex beast. It's, it is. There, yeah. it's so intricate and there are so mm-hmm. many different things you can do. And I think also just like a misunderstanding of its purpose because we see like the Kim Kardashians mm. and, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. this and you, we're a little now bit you're competing scared. against attention. You're, you're right. literally like, competing with Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, whoever yeah. thought they'd be going up against Kim Kardashian like well, every in, day. In like, churches, when they do have social media, they use it as their bulletin board. Yeah. Like back in the yeah. day, a church used to have like an actual mm-hmm. board yeah. in their <laughs> lobby. And yeah. they would have or all the events. Yeah. 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 Night, uh-huh. Worship uh-huh. nights coming up. The yeah, you've got to get to sign up for printing in the end of folded. I used to have paper blisters. Yeah, yeah. Bleeding right, yes. and you have to do it all over again. Yeah, you have to oh, feed the Lord paper Jesus. in, like we all. And then, oh God forbid, <laughs> the if there's a there typo. Yeah. God forbid, if there's a typo. Oh, there's a typo oh. Oh. in like two seconds. Karen, and you've already strongly yeah, worded like Sister Karen, Sister Karen is just so. She's gonna be on you. Yes. You, you like, quick, put there. it through the shredder. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's so true though. Like I remember those days. But to go off of what you're saying, Kelly, is like you need. As a church, you need to understand its true mm. purpose yeah. of social media. Yeah. Otherwise, you will get stuck with just posting an event, yeah. and then you'll be an event-driven church. You're not going to yeah. be a gospel-driven church. Yeah. Absolutely. You know? yeah. You're not going to nurture the people that you're trying yeah. to bring in. And I think there's also a big misunderstanding, even even with businesses. Like, you know, so like I used to work in show business, and, you, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. Everyone wants to just promote and put their Mm -hmm. message out there. But social media is a two-way communication point. Like, you know, when, you know, we were doing, like, public relations and all of that where, you know, you stand up and you give a speech. You, Mm. you know, put an internal company message out. But we were that's what the church is used to, though. They have a stage and Mm -hmm. they have – they're used to, like, just a one-way conversation where people – their attention is already built into the church mm-hmm. kind of organization of the structure. Yeah. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. we go here, we're going to enter in the lobby, you're going to get welcomed, you're going to get seated, mm-hmm. you're going to participate in worship, and then yeah. you're going to sit down and you're going to listen to the pastor talk for 25 to 45 minutes, some mm-hmm. some of them three yeah. hours, you know, which <laughs> <Yeah>. is <laughs> well, crazy. And let's be real, like two-way conversation is scary, it is. particularly it is. in a church context because you just don't. You have no idea. Know what people are going to say. And you've got so many opinions in one room and in, you know, at one table, we have four different opinions right here, you know, like different backgrounds, four different upbringings, four different views, Mm -hmm. four different lenses that they see the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, it's like a whole other 
the when you're trying to as a church create a certain you know culture and you really want to you know steward that culture yeah. well yeah. opening two-way conversation can be really confronting and a real like feel like a real risk mm-hmm. yeah um and so i think that's why we kind of stick with the bulletin board yeah. style and even companies do that as well yeah. let's just stick with a bulletin board style mm-hmm. of communication it's safe. because mm-hmm. it's safer right. and we but don't i know think, what else to do like, yeah right. and that's where it comes down to you there's not an under a full understanding of the yeah. entirety of what social media can be right. for yeah. your church. And, yeah. you know, right. maybe you've got 20-year-old, you know, uh, I can't think of a name right now. Um, <laughs> Kyle. 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 Oh Kylie. Kylie. <laughs> there you go. Managing mm-hmm. your social media. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, you know, I wouldn't expect 20-year-old Kylie to know how to respond to 50-year-old Bill right. who might have mm-hmm. Well, this is a very say, interesting you know? terrain because now we have five generations underneath one roof yeah. for the yeah. very first time, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and those generations, they they communicate very differently, mm-hmm. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of these, um, I mean, from boomers to Gen Zers, right, they, they all communicate differently. They all use social media in such a different mm-hmm. way. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're all on social, right? Yeah, they're yeah. all yeah. hanging out, <laughs> you know? And, like, it's so funny because I remember when my family members started joining Facebook and I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to delete my Facebook. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, you know like, what I mean? Like, my grandma is his, watching what I'm doing. Why is my aunt liking and well, commenting yeah. my post? Yeah. I, need yeah. to, I need to get off. I need to find a way out. Yeah. Thank God, you know, for Instagram. No, yeah. I'm just going to Snapchat. I was, I was at a friend's house recently. Um, she's like a spiritual mom to me. Mm. And she was scrolling through her Instagram feed and one of her nieces had a, you know, scantily clad yeah. photo yeah. and yeah. literally she read me all of the family yeah. comments it's dad mom <laughs> oh she God. chimes in with i'm praying wow. for you wow. put some clothes wow. on like <laughs> no it's so true, <laughs> <That's> so true. <laughs> you're gonna be ready for that two-way conversation yeah. in your own life yeah, like. yeah exactly. for real, for real. so let's just talk about how churches can use social media to nurture their mm. their congregation their the mm-hmm. people that are tuning in mm-hmm. online i think one of those ways is um just not not to not worry about the design aspect yeah. but like you know getting on video and and, mm-hmm. and talking about oh, yeah. like yeah. you know maybe a devo maybe um mm-hmm. you know they do a live f- video i know facebook and instagram are favoriting live you yeah. know mm-hmm. what if what if pastors or people leaders can go on live and just have a conversation and, and mm-hmm. see who's going to show up in the chat, mm-hmm. you know, and just have, you know, whether it's like, you know what, there's a, there's a scripture I want to talk about. Maybe there's prayer requests, maybe there's something, but a way to connect. That's one of those ways to do that mm-hmm. yeah. just to make it a two way street instead of a one way street. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's more great. pastors need to see it as a tool to communicate. Yeah. And if you see it within that, that spectrum, you realize that now you have an opportunity to disciple more people mm. at the same time. So, right. yeah. And they're so accessible to you mm-hmm. now yeah. mm-hmm. to where you can start giving information or giving a word, yeah. you know, every day that right. can minister to your whole entire, you know, yeah. flock. Right. Yeah. 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 And I think that's so dynamic. There's so mm-hmm. there's so many things you can do in regards to like po- having poll questions mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. or having Q&A's mm-hmm. or things like that that can give you a gauge for yeah. what uh, what your people yeah. are experiencing yeah. or going yeah. through. And utilize that as tools yeah. to create yeah. content that help those and meet those needs, you know. Right. Yeah, well, it's, absolutely. it's an extension of your ministry. Yeah. Like, right. you know, you might be tackling, you know, we all kind of work in sermon series. 
during mm-hmm. like Monday through Saturday. That's a great opportunity to just break that down in yeah. bite-sized pieces to, you know, in communications, they tell you someone's got to see yeah. your message or hear your message or experience your message three times before it starts to really kind right. of yeah. sink in. And mm-hmm. so social is a great way even to break, like if you don't have time to go into something in a complex manner or explain something or yeah. extrapolate it properly, social, yeah. great platform. I, I think that if in, uh, when you're on social, there's no way to avoid this. When you're on social, you're either being discipled or you're discipling someone. For sure. Yeah. There is yeah. no way around it. Wow. Yeah. You're either being influenced or you're influencing mm-hmm. someone. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And to not see that for what it is as yeah. the opportunity to disciple you know, people within your reach mm-hmm. on social, then you're really missing it. Yeah. Because yeah. somebody so will influence your people. Yeah. Somebody mm-hmm. will disciple you. They're people. already doing yeah. it. And I would, it. I would play, not the devil's advocate, but just like thinking of the heart of the pastor, mm. maybe the ones that don't understand social media as much. And they're looking at elevation. They're looking at mm. transformation in all these great big churches. And they're thinking to themselves, I don't have... The personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't look like them. I don't Comparison have the team. One hundred percent. So it's yeah. very scary for them to actually open up that story and put their face on the camera. Yeah. And yeah. That is say, confronting. Yeah. Even though confront- they're used to yeah. doing it on a Sunday, right. they could mm-hmm. do it yeah. with their eyes closed on a Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> but to do it Monday through Saturday, yeah. Yeah. they have to gear themselves up even more. Yeah. yeah so how can we? Like, how can a pastor be comforted in that way of mm-hmm. just? push play mm-hmm. yeah. just, just push record, hit yeah. the record button you don't need a beautiful background all the fancy lights right, you right. just need the message just, yeah just know that your people will find you yeah yeah, yeah. you know mm-hmm. i think that the best way to encourage a pastor in this is to say that like you're called yeah yeah, yeah. you totally. are called to mm-hmm. a specific people group that yeah. need your specific mm-hmm. message or your yeah. way of delivery of the gospel yeah. right yeah and cool. i think that can be something that can be so comforting mm. yeah push play yeah. Your people will find you. The yeah. people that need yeah. you will find you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they and, do need you. Yeah. 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 And also I think like your congregation, they're part of your congregation because they love you. Right. Right. Individual, mm-hmm. like the uniqueness mm-hmm. that you bring. Right. Like mm-hmm. that. So be you. Yeah. yeah. Like don't try and be another church. Like yeah. people are in your congregation because they love you. They mm-hmm. love your uniqueness. Mm-hmm. They love what you bring personally. This episode of Divine Hustle is sponsored by our 24-month content calendar we've designed a content calendar for churches for your church specifically to help you navigate social media it is 24 months of prompts that means seven days a week what it's going to do is it's going to help you in the church make social content it's going to prompt your team literally save your team hundreds of hours a month so that you can know how to create content on social media that's going to create higher engagement and people can respond to it and it's going to help your church so 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 much so go ahead in the description area click the link to get our 24 month social media calendar it's 27 bucks so i know it's not that much it's a lunch it's a lunch date come on let's go but uh it is going to help with what we're doing here at Divine Hustle, and it's also gonna help your church navigate social media. So I just wanna let you guys know about that. So let's dive into our last part. And any final words, um, just one big takeaway from what we've discussed today. One of those things that we can take away today is just embrace social media. Don't be afraid of it mm-hmm. and punch fear in the face, like yeah. our friend Sean says, right? Yeah. And yeah. push record, don't be afraid of people commenting 
on your account that might disagree with you. But let me tell you this, if they're part of your tribe, if they're part of your church, they're going to agree with you so much. In fact, it's going to bless people. Your message Mm -hmm. is going to bless people. Mm -hmm. So utilize social media to spread the gospel, spread the good news and encourage people. Do what you're called to do. Mm -hmm. Do that on social. What do you guys think? Yeah, agree 100%. You got to do it. Yeah. They got to do it. It's a tool. It's already it's available. Yeah. It's free. Yeah. yeah. And it's cool. so important to have a strategy in place as mm-hmm. well. Don't mm-hmm. you guys think that? Yeah. I mean, you you can always kind of like wonder, oh, what am I going to post today? What am I going to post this week? What are what are we going to share? It's almost like, you know, a Sunday sermon mm-hmm. when you go into it. You know, you could either do it the night before mm-hmm. or you could actually have a series and prep that and actually know what you're going to wrestle with and what you're going to talk about. And that allows room for God to really mm-hmm. speak to you yeah. and figure out what does my church need to hear? Yeah. How can they mm-hmm. be encouraged? Right. What can I tell them today? How, what can I post today? Yeah. What can I post this week? And we encourage staff members of your team, mm-hmm. maybe volunteers of your team or yeah. the youth pastor, which yeah. wears all the hats sometimes, <laughs> right? to think about the next seven days of social media. What yeah. is your social media going to say? What mm-hmm. message are you going to say? How are you going to plan the next seven days of social media? Just think about it. You're going to be able to bless people in the church, uh, the people that are following your church on social. So you guys, this is our first episode. So glad we were able to do this. Cannot wait for the next episode. We are going to be tackling the Great Commission, but we're calling this maybe the OK Commission. Here we go. It's going to be a tough one. (laughs) And I think we're going to wrestle a lot with some ideas. But thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. If you enjoy this conversation, please Go to our website, divinehustle.com. Make sure you like, share, you know, leave a comment, leave a review on our iTunes or if you're listening on Spotify, share it on your page. We just want to spread the word and let you guys know that we're here to help you guys nurture social media, grow your community and create influence and impact through your church. 